A lot of movements and shifts here for the Red Devils. Epps in the gun, claps a hand on first and ten. Same side, backside cut. There's going to – I thought there was a flag coming out. There is a flag coming out. It's either going to be a hold or illegal hands to the face. That's a hold. I just saw the hold uh, sign that he gave to the official. And that one's going to come back. But, but again, a lot of room. Like you said, it's starting one direction. It's a quick cutback, and the hole is just opening up wide. I don't know if the linebackers are flying out of there. I don't know if Central has showed them something on film where they attack the, uh, uh, the outside zone, and, and this is a variant of that. But, uh, but Auburn defense looks like they're on their heels, and this looks like this is a, a new scheme yeah. that they're seeing. First and 20 now. For the Red Devils, 7-0, Devils lead. Again, English lined up as a receiver, or running back now, he lines up as a receiver. That should be a penal yep. penalty, and it is, as the snap was a little bit delayed, so that's going to be a first down and 25. And now if you're Auburn and your defense, with first and 25, yeah, this is a must stop. Absolutely. I mean, you're so far ahead now that uh, this is about not giving up a big play, being consistent right here. That time Auburn was going to bring pressure. Clark Cleveland was going to come scot-free right there. Um, so, you know, I think Auburn's going to dial up the, uh, the the intensity right here and see if they can't put some pressure on number one for Central. As Coach Pat Nix, who calls the plays, sends in the play call. Nine seconds left to go on the play clock. Epps in the gun. Auburn showed pressure, now drops back and gets to the corner. Nice cut there into the open field. First down yardage and then some to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown. Wow. 40-yard run there by number 21, Romello Green, and it is 13 to nothing. Red Devils lead. Yeah, I don't think he was touched either. I mean, there wasn't any broken tackles. That was just put a foot in the ground, get north and south, cut back against the grain, get to the Auburn sideline and outrun everybody. And, uh, you know, that's, that's Auburn's just got to be better than that. I mean, you, you had them right where you want them right there at first and, and 25 or 30, uh, and, and Central is just going to run the football over left tackle, and uh, he takes it all the way in for the score. On to attempt the PAT is Ethan Paul. Kick on the way. Kick is up. Kick is good. 14-0. Red Devils lead with 37 seconds left to go in the first quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94-3. Now that's classic. If you were going to design a start to this football game, it would be, if you're central, it's exactly what happened. Auburn got the ball. Stop, score, stop, score. You're up 14-0. That's a gut check now for this Auburn football team. I mean, they, they have the opportunity here to make it a game with this drive or to, to have the potential of getting blown out of this stadium. They're going to have to make a decision right here what they want to do. Again, a high kick. 
towards the Auburn sideline and trying to get vertical, and Auburn will have their best field position out about the 24-yard line. We missed it after the first touchdown, but, Jack, what was that scoring drive there for the Red Devils? Yeah, so the Devils go pretty quickly down the field there, Scott. Uh, only, only a couple plays that they do and a couple penalties there uh, to open it up. Excuse me, I'm still getting a couple things together here, Scott. But um, on the drive, Central goes, let's see, 47, about 57 yards, and a big run there by Romello Green punches it in for six. Back to you, Scott. Thank you, Jack. As Auburn in a must, Auburn in a must, must score situation here. Pittman in the gun, and he's going to keep and roll to his right, and looks for a slot receiver, has his guy, and the DBs are saying that the ball came out. We'll see what the other officials are saying. Uh, officials and saying it's, that That's thing's called. As Auburn gets it to number nine, Ian Nation, and that'll be a gain of about eight or nine on the play. Yeah, and, and Pittman, I mean, he threw a rope right there as he's rolling to his left. Uh, it was not a, a wide open Ian Nation. It was in a very small window, and that had to be delivered right on the money, and he put it only – I mean, just the spot it had to be placed in. Twin receivers to the near side, and in the inside handoff, making a cut is D.V. Williams. He has first down yardage. I'll tell you what, those are some of the types of plays that Auburn gets good yards there, gain of about four or five. Those are the types of play that D.V. has been able to break that tackle and get even more sure tackles here from the back four uh, and really back seven by the Red Devils as we are heading towards the quarter. Auburn gets out of the first quarter, only down by two touchdowns, but the problem is the Central's only touched the ball twice. 14-0 is our score. We'll be back after 30 after a minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of High School Football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet Buick and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet Buick GMC. Get ready to smile. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. Our roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where we learned how to win on Friday nights, just like we do today inside the courtroom. Let us be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. If you need us, call 737-3718 or visit our office at 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of Auburn High Football. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. First and 10, Auburn High School from the 40 or from the 38-yard line. Inside handoff once again to D.V. Williams. Breaks out, breaks around one guy, gets stood up after about a gain of 11 or 12, and now he'll keep running and he'll finally be pushed back. Gain of about 11 on the play. Nice play right up the middle. Yeah, probably our best run play right there. Just uh, north and south, DV puts his head down, meets the safety, drives him past the first down marker. The, the rest of the offense comes and tries to push him forward in the scrum. And a nice play to open the second quarter to try to capitalize on good field position right here, almost out um, in the central territory. As Auburn will get lined up right at about the 49-yard line of Auburn. 
Again, a big drive here. Down 14-0, 11 and a half left to go in the second quarter. Tigers have been behind from the jump. Outside run now to D.V. Williams. And just a great play there by the linebacker in the corner coming up and making the play is number 31, Deontay Ware, and then A.J. Harris. Yeah, I mean, it's the guys that in the play design are unaccounted for on purpose and against most competition. You make those guys miss. You stiff arm that guy. You get beat him to the edge. Against Central, those plays go for much less. So, uh, you know, in, in these situations, DV is going to have to put both hands on the ball, put his head down, drive with those legs, and pick up what he can. Second down and about eight. And here comes motion once again. Now return motion from DV. Play action. Clyde looks down the middle, has McLean. Oh, that was a nasty-looking yeah. tackle. He pops up first down yardage out to about the 32-31 yard line gain of 18. Yeah, great pass right there. McLean running free down the uh, hash mark right there on the on the far sideline. And uh, nice throw once again. Clyde Pittman puts it right on the uh, the money. And uh, McLean, like you said, makes a great catch. He has to go up high forward. He takes a shot to the back of his left knee, and, uh, and it crumbles him onto the uh, onto the turf. But, man, I mean, DBs, it's, it's hard to hit anything and not draw penalty yeah. flags. But uh, great job with just good concentration right there. Nice play design to get down in the 30. Pittman claps the hands inside give for DV, and he's going to be stood up and then driven backwards. And he'll get about one to the 30-yard line, second down and nine. Is that's, that's the type of play that you're going to have to keep doing it. At times there's going to be a seam. At times Central's going to stack it up. Well, for the most part, I think Auburn's done a good job of making that play work. We're running the football. We're having lanes. We just have to – we got to convert on third down. We got to get in third manageable, and uh, we got to hold on to the football. Yep. Ian Nation to the left with Jack. Oh no, that's Logan Blomeyer in the slots. Marcellus Josephson at the top. Everybody within nine yards of the line of scrimmage for the Red Devils, and give to DV Williams. Puts his foot in the ground. Tries to get vertical. Gets to about the 28. Gain of about two. Third down and seven coming. Yeah, big big play right here. Auburn inside the 30. Uh, third and, and, and kind of long right here. Um, I thought a couple of times Clyde Pittman could have pulled the ball and, and been in a one-on-one -on -one position, uh, picking up some yardage uh, with his legs. But uh, we'll see if he can deliver with his arm this time. Third and seven. See if Auburn can win a one-on-one. -on -one. Pittman drops back. Out and up looking for Josephson. A lot of contacts. No call. Fourth down and seven, and Auburn coaches are, are not happy with that one. Yeah, he bodied him up right there. I mean, Josephson goes out, and as he goes up, he's uh, he's tied up with the corner out there in one-on-one -on -one coverage, and he's basically just preventing him from uh, from getting down the field right there. Gets in his way, muddies up the picture, and uh, nice play call. I, I thought it was nice, a good, good decision to try to take a shot. Now Auburn's kind of in no man's yeah. land right here where they're trying to decide if – they want to try to kick a field goal or if they just want to go for it here on fourth and seven. Play clock down to 13, and if you're going to go, you're going to have to line up and go. Ten seconds left to go on the play clock as this feels like this is going to have to end up being a timeout. Three yeah. seconds, two seconds, one second, and Auburn calls their timeout. Nine minutes even left to go in the second quarter. Auburn High School down by 14 with a fourth down and seven at the 28-yard line going in. We'll see what Auburn wants to draw up. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop since 1970. Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautowink.com. Classic hits and Auburn High School football. Wings 94-3. Auburn High calls a timeout, but I don't and, and they send the field goal group on. I don't think this is going to be like last week. <laughs> Towns Magoo is on to attempt the field goal from the right hash. The hold is at the 35-yard line. This is a 45-yard field goal. There's the snap. Kick is long enough. And it is no good. Oh, Off to the right. right. Yeah, he was hitting those in, uh, and in warm-ups. He's got his hands out, kind of like he, he thought maybe that had gone in. But uh, uh, it, was, it was definitely pushed wide to the right. I don't know if he just, the ball just didn't move where he wanted it to. The ball will be put at the 20-yard line now. Central's gone 49 yards for a touchdown, and they have gone 60, or they have gone 71 yards for a touchdown on the night. Yeah, we Tigers' have, defense needs to stop. That's right. We haven't done much at all uh, trying to stymie that. I mean, just pretty much everything they've tried to do has been successful so far. Handoff, trying to get to the outside, and Auburn – for the first time, I mean, like, that was the first outside design run, and Auburn looked like they had it stymied, but it's still going to pick up about three, maybe four on the play. Yeah, they, they finally, like you said, had some, some containment out there, and he still uh, is able to just outrun the defenders to the sideline. First time they've tried to get the perimeter, they've been content with just running between tackle. Again, another shift. They send two receivers in a bunch to the right with one guy on the outside. And now the back line's up to the right of Epps. And slow play action looking down the field, trying to take a home run shot over shoots. Number eight on the play, Cam Coleman. Jaden Walker was in good coverage. I think he thought he was going to have inside help. And that's where Cam, um, Cam Coleman was able to get to the inside. Incomplete third and seven, big third down right here. Yep, huge third down. But th those are the type plays that we can't let the quarterback get off. I mean, that that's a uh, that's an elite wide receiver running down there unmolested. He, he's got great coverage, like you said, but giving up a ton of, of height and uh, the entire middle of the field. We've got to get hands in the face. We've got to get pressure on the quarterback, and we can't let him sit back there and uh, and deliver a ball 50, 60 yards downfield. Jaden Walker, 5'8", Coleman about 6'4". Third down and seven here. As English, who was a running back, moves out to the outside, empty set, running back, and pump and go. And now Epson pressure, throw, <laughs> Jaden Walker, he's going to be tackled at the 20. There's a flag on the play. Got to be Probably going to be holding. Tigers have the ball right outside of the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Yep, just what they needed right there. Big play, big turnover, and uh, great job out here by these defensive backs um, exchanging on the route and, and like we just got finished saying get some pressure on the quarterback put some game pressure on him and that time he's got guys hanging all over him and he makes a terrible decision to throw it out here in the flat and a nice job by Auburn to pick it off and put him right in prime scoring position. Tigers get a pick that is their ninth pick of the season 
And for Epps, the sixth time that he's been picked off, Tigers have their best field position of the night at the 21-yard line. Got to punch it in for seven here. Ball right dead in the middle of the field. Actually, they'll put it at the, about the 20, right on the other side of the 20-yard line. Three receivers to the right, tight end attached to the left. Pittman, your quarterback, D.V. Williams right next to him. Pittman claps the hands, inside handoff. No, it's a little RPO. Finds his receiver to Logan Blomeyer, and Auburn High School moves into the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. It's going to be about a second down and about eight. Nice, or second down and about two. Nice eight-yard play there. Yeah, nice pass on a slant route right there by, uh, by Pittman, and Blomeyer does a good job of absorbing the hit and, and hanging on to that ball. Trips to the right. D.V. Williams in the back next to Pittman. Pittman claps the hands inside give. DV puts his foot in the ground across the 10 or close to the 10. The ball might have come out again. And if it did, Central came up with it. We'll see what the call is. Holding on Auburn, decline. Auburn fumbles. Oh, on Red Devils. Wow. So now, second fumble of the night by D.V. Williams. And Auburn, all that momentum is just gone. Well, defensively, you got to come back out. you got to put the you, – you got to go three and out right here. I mean, you got them backed up again. Look, you just had a great drive. Your offense is moving the ball. You're just not hanging on to it. You can't turn the football over. You're not going to win a game on the road and lose the turnover battle. Um, so defensively, come out, keep the gas going, get off the field, get that offense back up there and see if you can score before the half. Inside handoff, better alignment that time by the defense. And unfortunately, Auburn doesn't get him to the ground, and it's a gain of eight. Yeah, I think you had some Auburn defenders trying to rip that ball out right there instead of making the tackle. So he just kept just creeping forward, pressing the pile, and um, just nobody ever got him down. Not, when I said Auburn played it better, this time there wasn't the big gap. Auburn had guys there. Should have been a gain of about three, maybe four. Ends up being a gain of eight. Second down and two. Epps in the gun. Sends Mello English in, in, uh, in motion. There is going to be a false start on the play. And Coach Nix comes out to have a conversation. It looks like that one is going towards the quarterback as uh, might have been a little bit hesitation in the in the clap for the cadence. Well, it's probably a good thing because they had, uh, they had numbers right there. Yep. We had uh, Wyatt uh, Trexler that was the, the lone linebacker on this side of the field, and they had two blockers and, and the guy with the ball coming around the edge. So uh, nice play design once again to, to, to get the numbers. For Central. Number 13. Second down and about seven. Epps keeps it now. And two blockers on one. That's a great job on the outside by the force guy keeping the ball carrier and forcing him to go in. But on second and seven, it's a gain of about eight. First down and ten. Yeah, it was, but it was a good tackle by Andrew King, the safety in open field against a good athlete. He stuck uh, Epps. He, he hit him pretty good. And uh, even though they pick up the first down, uh, he, he tackled with authority right there to, uh, to, to end that threat. 
And Epps will clap, and then Central will shift. Six and a half left to go here in the second quarter. Central leads 14-0. No, a little slip. English into the flat. First down yardage and then some, as that's going to be a blindside block coming by the Red Devils. Yep. Yeah, another good play design, and this time English is uh, is the wide receiver that's uh, running to the flat. They're able to toss it right over the blitz uh, of the Auburn defensive end, and uh, their number eight, Cam uh, Cam, yeah, Coleman. Cam Coleman, was uh, coming back and, and gets a, a backside block. You cannot peel back in high school football. If you come back and you block towards the line of scrimmage, it is a it is a illegal it is a flag automatic. Yeah, it was going to be a big play for them, but uh, instead from the spot of the foul, that's going to make it a It's a 15-yard penalty yeah. from the spot of the foul and it's first and 5. Yep. Right now, Central is they're getting everything they want on the offensive side. They are. Yeah, they have a great game plan tonight. They're executing it really well. Receivers are making catches, but really that offensive line's doing a good job yep. of protecting the quarterback, and they're running the ball when they want to. Epps in the gun, claps the hands. Just a, that's an ISO power play right at the middle with a folding backside backer, gain of one or two on the play, second down and about three after the penalty made it first and five. Yeah, that time they tried to trap uh, big number 99 uh, for Auburn, Jordan Reese, and uh, he does a good job with gap integrity on his side and uh, just kind of makes the hole real skinny. And uh, that's a, probably one of the best reps that we've had trying to stop a central rushing attack in between the tackles. Two receivers to the left side, the wide side of the field, Epps in the guns with two backs to his left as well. Has it, he wants to roll out to the left. Drops back, looking for backside. Auburn High has pressure, throwing it over the middle of the field. Andrew King goes up, but Cam Coleman, being a 6'4", heck of an athlete, makes the play. Auburn wins the down, and then an elite athlete wins the play first down. Yeah, just scrambling, running backwards, and uh, just uh, trying to stay away from the Auburn pressure. Guys were coming from everywhere, and he just throws one up for grabs. And uh, number eight, the junior wide receiver for uh, – for Central, just goes straight up and uh, and just out-competes Andrew King uh, for that ball. Gain of about 18 on the play, first and 10. First and 10 from the 46. Give to the outside, puts his foot in the ground. There is a flag coming back. It's right up the middle as we're starting to see a little bit more yellow come out as uh, another hold on – on the, uh, on the Central Red Devils, and Coach Patrick Nix cannot believe it. Well, what's unbelievable is, is how often they overcome these penalties. Yeah. I mean, those are drive-killing penalties. You, you pick up a hold on first down, you know, I mean, that is, that's almost impossible to overcome unless you hit a big play. And the number of big plays they continue to, to manufacture, it's, it's, it's killing this Auburn defense. Second, well, it was first down and 25 and led to a 45-yard touchdown right. run for the Red Devils. 4.45 left to go here. Auburn needs a stop, and this offense needs to go down and, uh, and find a way to get points. If you can make this 14-7 at, at halftime, you're still in it. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Epps in the gun, clap, play action, and wants to come back. And now Auburn's there all over it. Epps runs up the middle as he didn't like what he saw. Gain of about two, second down and 18. Yeah, good job of just, uh, you know, keeping pressure on him and, and not uh, rushing without discipline. 
Uh, those guys maintain their discipline, and, and as uh, he steps up in the pocket, they're able to collapse on him and get him down before he runs for, uh, for a long game. Trips to the left with a tight end attached for the Red Devils. Ball basically in the middle of the field. Epps claps the hands, and Central will see how Auburn is lined up, and now they will make their play call. Ten seconds left to go on the uh, play clock. Epps now back in the gun with the play. Auburn shows blitz. Auburn brings blitz Ball. Ball on the ground. Still loose. The Red Devil running yeah, back jumped on it and then looked like he was still fighting for it, but I believe he came up with it to the 35-yard line. Loss of a couple of more on the play, third down and long. It looked like Central wanted to do kind of that Wake Forest delayed yep. zone read RPO type play. Third and get off the field if you're Auburn High School right yeah, here. Yeah, I think that Coleman Granberry and um, and Clark Cleveland, they jumped into the same gap uh, right as the snap ball snapped and, uh, and and brought a rush over the left-hand side for of Central's offensive line. And I think that just was enough to keep the eyes of the quarterback on what those guys were doing as they broke free. But the ball bouncing their way, I mean, it's right there at the yep. feet, and, and that's a 50-50 ball that uh, Central was able to fall on in the backfield. Third and 21, Central's going to call a timeout. We'll take it with them. 2.59 left to go here, third down and 21 coming for the Red Devils from their own 35-yard line. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Teamwork is key to winning on the football field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission, serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. Third and 21 coming for the Red Devils. 2.59 left to go in the second quarter. Tigers need a stop here and need a drive on offense. If you can find a way to cut this lead in half before halftime, that's going to be a, a huge, huge Swing of momentum. Deep ball coming, you got to assume. But with that said, Central has the ability to make a run going a long ways just as fast as well. Epps oh, has it. It's going to roll to the left. Auburn has pressure. Epps throws it down the field incomplete. And there's going to be a late hit wow. roughing the passer. And that's going to be first down yardage on Auburn High wow. School. Uh, that, that play shouldn't have ever gotten off. I mean, there was a false start. People were moving before, uh, before the ball was snapped. It was kind of disjointed. I thought the play was going to get blown de dead before it ever began. They went back to the Nick Marshall, Trey Mason down the sideline play, and and their their back was again wide open on the wheel route. But third uh, and twenty one, and Auburn High School gives Central a first down. A broken play that resulted in an open receiver, but you get pressure as. And, and a late hit, and it's first down and ten now. Yeah, and you and you do it on their sideline as well. I mean, that, that's that's begging for the flag because you're going to get the uh, the influence of the central sideline on that official there. It does not look like the Auburn Tide team that we've seen play for seven games. And now Central trying to get lined up. Clock not running. Two fifty-two left to go. And.
Inside handoff. Nice push by the central offensive line. And the line alone gives the back about five, and then he'll fall forward for another one, gain of about six on the play. Yeah, just a lot of strength with those running backs. That time uh, Brown uh, for, for Auburn, the linebacker, is able to, to wrap him up at about three yards past the line of scrimmage, but uh, he gets dragged for another three. And, uh, you know, Central just kind of having their way between the tackles there. Yep, and Central taking their time. They're going to make sure Auburn does not get another possession, that they can win the, the middle eight, so to speak, score and then get the ball back. Again, inside handoff, a nice cut by Brown, right? Or that's Green, rather, uh, number 21, uh, Romello Green. First down yardage across the 35 to the 34-yard line. Yeah, they're just winning the physical battle. I mean, even their backs. I mean, that, that back runs through a couple of arm tackles right there, and he punishes our de defense at the end of the play. We actually never even get him down to the ground. They just uh, stop his momentum. But uh, the, the, the physical battle is being won by the team in black. Central sends in their signals. Under two minutes left to go in the second quarter, 14-0 Auburn High School trails. Central looking for not necessarily a knockout blow, but a definitely another haymaker here. Epps has it, play action, drops back. Auburn High gets pressure. Epps makes one, two guys miss, and still what should have been a loss of about three is going to end up being a gain of one, maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, too many guys leaving their feet in the backfield and uh, just run through it. And, you know, if somebody would just run back there and stay on their feet, maintain their uh, their responsibility, but just run through the guy with the ball, then uh, I bet we would pop one loose the way that he's handling that ball back there. But uh, he's able to just be a, a escape gets north and south and picks up a yard when it should have been a loss of about five. One ten left to go here. Epps claps a hand. Inside handoff. Great push once again by the offensive line out of that bunch set. It's going to be a gain of about seven or eight. Third down and two coming up. One minute even left to go. Yeah, but but once again, we don't make contact with him until no. five yards downfield. And then he drives. He, he, he carries us another two yards. Inside hand once again, first down yardage. So what's happening on this bunch set is Auburn's defensive end is lining up off the tight end, and there's a massive gap right there, and that's exactly where Central is going. Inside handoff once again right at that hole. Yeah, they just run the same play, three plays in a row, all the way down inside the Auburn red zone. Now, Auburn High School is going to have to find a way to to figure out that gap issue right now. 36.7 left to go here. Second down and about eight coming from the 18-yard line in, in just what has been a horrendous first half for Auburn High School. Yeah, that's getting beat in, in every, uh, every aspect of the game, uh, but particularly up front. The offensive line for Central has really had its way and we talked about that. You know, the, the key was stopping Central from running the football and, and making them one-dimensional, and they have been anything but. I mean, they have done pretty much everything they've wanted to do. Um, the, the one mistake that they threw, we weren't able to capitalize on it. And, um, you know, on this drive, if they're able to punch this thing in, running basically the same play, I mean, that is about as demoralizing as it gets for a defense. On a play, on a drive that you had stopped and you Absolutely. extended because you, you hit the quarterback late. That, that's correct. I mean, it at least forced them to, to do something other than what they want to do. We haven't been able to get that accomplished on this drive. There's a long conversation going on at the Auburn Second High School sideline with Coach Etheridge and the White Hat and the near official. 36.7 left to go. Central in the gun. 
as English, who was the running back again, moves outside. Epps claps a hand, drops back, and it's a little stutter and go to the outside. English goes up, makes a play in the end zone. Ball comes out. We'll see what they call. He got three feet in. We'll see what they call if they have to, if he has to carry it through or not. It is a touchdown. In the NFL, that is not a touchdown. In high school, probably fair that it is a touchdown. 30.3 left to go here, 20 nothing Central leads. Well, they, they did a good job of scheming to put uh, their top wide receiver in the backfield and then motioning him out to get him isolated on a safety. And uh, so we had a safety trying to cover their, uh, their, their great receiver. He runs a corner route, and uh, he just puts it up in the air and lets him go get it for the touchdown. It's going to be a false start. 30.3 left to go here. As Auburn finds themselves down 20 to nothing. And what's worse is you got 30 seconds left. Auburn High School has uh, one timeout left. But the other issue is Central gets the ball. That's to right. Start yep. well, to start the, uh, the, the second half. Yeah, they, they stole our opening possession on a, uh, on a D.V. Williams fumble. They capitalized on it for a touchdown, and now they're going to end the half with the ball, and they're going to begin the second half with the ball. Next point is on his way. The kick is up. The kick is good. 30.3 left to go, 21 nothing. Central leads uh, what has been a horrid half for Auburn High School. Well, and, and it's mainly Auburn High School's making. You know, it's turnovers, it's missed tackles, it's missed assignments. Uh, you you got to give a lot of credit to Central because they're making the plays. I think their scheme is really good. They've exploited weaknesses that they found in this Auburn team at pretty much every level. Um, but, you know, Auburn Auburn can't shoot themselves in the foot. You know, Auburn's got to capitalize on turnovers, got to hang on to the football, and uh, we can't give up big plays like we have. Two turnovers. Um one of them in the Auburn red zone, the other one after a 15-yard run. The one in the red zone is after a pick where if you score, it's a momentum yeah. shifter. You have a stop, you hit a quarterback late. Yeah. 21 nothing. Well, the biggest thing to me at this point is all of those things that have happened, if we can't figure out how to stop them from running the football, matter. we're not going to win this game. I mean, we've got to figure out an answer to be able to force them to put the ball in the air. The other thing that does, it's going gonna, it's gonna to lengthen the game. They can run this clock out if we can't stop their run. Yeah. Jack Hudden will have the stats at halftime, but as that's going to be a high kick and will be taken at about the 30, at about the 25-yard line. And that's where Auburn, as the clock runs, um, three seconds off. I don't know that it's going to matter here in this situation, yeah, but still. Um, Jack Hudden players. will have the numbers at half, but – the, the key coming in was the running game. Central in their losses, under 100 yards in their wins, over 200. I don't know the amount that Central has, but it feels like 700. Three receivers to the near side. We'll see if Auburn High decides to go screen. They're going to move Jack Hudson out to the slot. As looking down the middle, has he a nation open. Makes a guy miss, and he will be tackled down at about the 30 Three-yard line, big play there. Huge play. 25-35. 41-42 yards on the play. 
I'll have to go tell the PA guy that that's Ian Nation. <laughs> he wants him to be Kilgore, doesn't he? Yep. I see what the timeout is. Central calls a timeout. They want to get set up here with 20.3 left well, to go. There's a big play right over the middle of the yeah, field. Yeah, big play over the middle. But now that's where the, the three seconds that came off the scoreboard on a uh, fair catch on the kickoff is going to come back and bite you because that, that play, we had 30 seconds on the uh, on the board. We fair catch the kickoff, and I think three, three and a half seconds come off the board. Uh, that that matters right now now that you're in field position to, uh, to score. So, Great. And, the, and the ease that they look like they get that play right there. I mean, yeah. if we just step up in the pocket, we got a guy running free down the seam. And, uh, uh, again, Clyde Pittman just puts the ball right on the money. Given time, given the space to operate, but, man, we're executing. I think that's what's going to be the, the frustrating part if you're the offensive staff. You felt like you have stuff, yeah. and you've turned it over twice, and uh, you have a uh, you have a missed field goal as well. Which tells you the game's not over. Right. You just got to stop their run. Yeah. Because we, we can succeed offensively if we just don't turn the football over. Pittman drops back, steps up in the pocket, wants the wheel route to the outside, has his receiver, drags the feet. That's a heck of a catch. Yes, it was. On the outside, right to the 10-yard line. With that catch, Auburn High School moves into the Byron Smokehouse Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse at Auburn tradition for over 30 years. That was a wheel route, back shoulder fade throw right there that uh, Blomeyer comes down with. Beautifully thrown ball by uh, Clyde Pittman, and it puts him right in uh, position. They're going to have two or three shots at it right here from the uh, – about the 10-yard line. Auburn should have one timeout left to go. It's a gain of about 35. Pittman has it, rolls to the left, steps up, looks into the end zone, overthrows, had a guy early, but then backside safety started to close in, also had to make a guy miss to throw it. 8.7 left to go. Auburn High will have one more. Yeah, they did a good job with uh, just preventing him from going full rollout right there. He has to step up and uh, probably takes away his first or second option on that play. Tries to throw it to uh, the guy coming across the middle and uh, just couldn't get it in there. Auburn rolls right at Tamarian Parker on that one. But then again, that's Braden Joyner that's that's there to block him. We'll see what Auburn High wants to do is kind of a second goal from the 10 with 8.7 left to go. It's got to be a play that doesn't take up the eight seconds because you want to get bare minimum a field goal attempt. There goes motion. Pittman drops back and pressure steps out of it. Oh, There's flag. going to be a hold, and he finally throws it away. There is 3.7 left to go. That's either a face mask or a hold right in the middle of the field. Looked an awful lot like a face mask up here on him, but uh, it's thrown where a hold typically would be called, so I don't know what they're going to get here. Pittman spun out of it and threw it away. So there is no grounding on the play either. I don't know how he got out of that. I mean, that was uh, just a tremendous athletic play. Holding on Auburn. Central will probably take it. Auburn will have to call a timeout, make sure you get lined up and kick a field goal. And Auburn will, halt, will go with a field goal opportunity here. They've already missed one from about 45 yards. And this one will be touched down at the 32, a 42-yard field goal. And it will be Will Best attempting this one. Kick is on his way. Kick is up. And that kick is good. Good job. At the buzzer, Auburn High School steals three, which may not feel like a lot, but it's something. You, you went down the field in 25 seconds and able to, uh, to get something on the board. 
And now, hey, you stop and score, yeah. and there we go. You're it's, back it, in it. That's right. It's a teaching moment right there to walk into the half and, and be able to say, look, we got success if you guys don't shoot yourself in the foot. They're not stopping you. You're stopping yourself. So that's the message that they're going to have to uh, to, to – to get into these guys' heads and figure out how to scheme up to stop this central rushing attack. On the other side of this break, Auburn High School down 21-3. Jack Hudden is going to take over. He'll have stat scores and everything else as Auburn High School, their coaches and everything else, will have an opportunity to regroup. And, hey, if Central won the first quarter by 18 or the first half by 18, Auburn High School can win the second half by 19. we come back, we'll have the halftime report. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve you. Teamwork is key to winning on the football field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission, serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey guys, my name is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. As your East Alabama firearms headquarters with over a thousand guns in stock and with brand names like Browning, Beretta, and Kimber, we are sure to have a gun to meet your needs. As a locally and family owned store, Reynolds Outdoors would like to personally wish Auburn the best of luck on the football field. Visit us on Facebook and Instagram or call us at 334-745-7642. Go Tigers! The official motions for quiet. That's Ed from Auburn Bank looking over another commercial loan application. He's assessing the capital needs of the small business. Long-term local relationships are his specialty. The client's liking it. They're really liking it. They love it. Exactly the hands-on experience they were looking for. Another local business with the capital they need for a big win. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. Tonight's game audio stream is presented by Mike Rogers for Congress, Alabama's trusted conservative. On November 8th, please vote Mike Rogers for Congress. It's halftime on your Auburn High School football station. Wings 94-3. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Halftime at Time at Garrett Harrison Stadium in Phoenix City, Alabama. Auburn and the Crosstown Devils of Central High School going at it for the past hour or so. And thus far, well, it's been all Red Devils. Couple of big time plays, including a 40 yard run by Romello Green and an 18 yard touchdown catch by four star prospect Carmelo English. The Central team absolutely clicking on all cylinders on offense already with 210 total yards on the night. On the Auburn side of things, the Tigers hadn't really been able to catch any fire whatsoever. 
what was seemingly good field position on the first three drives. Turned into two fumbles and a punt. Auburn was, how able to, however, able to get a big play from uh, Ian Nation to end the first half. And uh, another catch by Logan Blomeyer on the sideline. Inched a little bit closer, and now the Tigers trail the Devils at the half, 21-2-3. Well, the Auburn band traveling with the team out on the field now, and so that means it's time for a quick halftime recap of the action thus far. Well, it was Central who got the scoring started after a fumble by D.V. Williams on Auburn's opening drive. Jalen Epps and that Red Devil offense took it down the field very quickly. Seven plays, and those seven plays go over 42 yards, and finally a Zach Simmons three-yard run uh, gets the Red Devils on the board for 7 nothing lead. Auburn would have to punt on its next drive, and Central wasted no time going right back down the field again, this time six plays for the Red Devils. Those six plays covering 82 total yards. Central going all the way down the field and punching it in on a 35-yard Romello Green touchdown run to the end zone, making it 14-0 in the first quarter. Auburn would come out and get yet another drive going and uh, had a little bit of success on this one. However, a field goal missed by Towns Magoo to end that drive. Central would get the ball right back after a big uh, after a big miss field goal there by Auburn High, Tigers get a huge interception on the board, actually. The uh, Tigers were able to get one from a Marion Warren who took it the other way and uh, was down inside the red zone. So Auburn did have it in the red zone for the first time tonight. But unfortunately, a D.V. Williams fumble, his second of the game, was lost on that fourth drive. And uh, Central took back over, headed into the second quarter. And then Central took it a very long way down the field. Once again, a 92-yard uh, drive as they get the fumble from D.V. Williams, go all the way down and score finally with about 15 se or about 30 seconds left to go. Carmelo English with the big 18-yard touchdown catch from Jalen Epps, making it a 21-0 game. Auburn, not to be outdone, though, does uh, hit on a couple of big passes there to end the first half of action. Two complete passes by Clyde Pittman. Move the Tigers 62 yards down the field and get the Tigers in field goal range with about three seconds left. Will Best came on and was able to get the field goal to go. So a 21-3 lead here at halftime. Central on top of your Auburn Tigers. Well, now that you're all caught up, let's take a look at the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard. Friendly service from Franklin Tire and Auto East University Drive in Auburn. As we look around Alabama Class 7A high school action, first of all, of course, this game, Auburn and Central in progress. We mentioned 21-3. This one, the big game of the region and really of the state tonight. But elsewhere, Austin and Bob Jones. Bob Jones on top of Austin, 12-7 at the half as we look down south in the state, Foley over Davidson right now, 27-14. Vestavia Hills leading the Eagles of Oak Mountain, that one in the second quarter, 28-7. As we look down south, Mary Montgomery and Daphne. Mary Montgomery over Daphne right now, 14-3, that one in the second quarter of play. And now over in Opelika, Enterprise actually keeping that one close. Opelika on top of the Wildcats, 14-8 at halftime. Certainly one to monitor as Enterprise tries to sneak their way into the playoffs, going to have to go on a run to do it, but uh, that's certainly a way to start is by making sure that you're within striking distance against the Opelika Bulldogs at home. That's it for high school football in the area. Now, time now, let's go ahead and look at the college football scoreboard and then give you a rundown on what's going to happen the next few days within the world of college football. 
Well, of course, it's Navy and SMU going at it right now. Some Friday night lights action. SMU on top of Navy 13-7. to Rhett Lashley coaching those SMU Mustangs. UTSA and Florida International going at it. 10 to nothing. Roadrunners on top of the Panthers in the second quarter of action. Florida International with the ball on the UTSA 40-yard line as of right now. Last night in college football, West Virginia outlasts Baylor 43-40. to couple of three and three teams going at it in the Big 12. And then UCF and the Gus Malzahn offense, 70-13 to 13 over the Owls of Temple. That one down in the bounce house in Orlando. Penn State and Michigan will get things started tomorrow for your college game day. Penn State going to Michigan as seven-point underdogs. Michigan 6-0. and Penn State 5-0. and That's right, a battle of undefeated teams going to get started around 11 a.m. on Fox. Auburn and Ole Miss will get the ESPN slot at 11 a.m. 15-and-a-half dogs are the Auburn. Auburn Tigers. We'll see if Auburn can quiet the noise and go into Oxford and pull up and uh, pull out the unthinkable. Kansas and Oklahoma at 11 a.m. ESPN 2. That'll get going. Uh, Kansas actually nine-point underdogs in Norman, but come in as the higher-ranked team at 19th in the top 25. Also at 11 a.m., Texas takes on the Cyclones of Iowa State. Four and two, the Horns. Get 3-3 three and three, Iowa State. Iowa State had a big win over Iowa to begin the season. Haven't done much since. Texas, 15.5-point favorites in that one. As we look down the list, Miami and Virginia Tech will get the action continuing at 11.30. That one going to be on ESPN 3 or watch ESPN. Miami, a 7.5-point favorite in that one. Then we move to the afternoon slot. SEC Network, it's Vanderbilt and Georgia. Between the hazards, the undefeated dogs look to move that record to 7-0 over the Commodores, who have played better ball this year, but still lacking behind the Bulldogs. 2.30 on CBS. It's probably the game of the day in college football. Alabama and Tennessee. Bama a nine-point favorite in this one, but a lot of money in Vegas going towards the Vols. Tennessee coming in at 5-0. Alabama at 6-0. Those undefeated teams will get it going at the 2.30 time slot on CBS. Oklahoma State will travel to TCU. The Cowboys trying to make it 6-0. TCU, though, the Horn Frogs also trying to make it 6-0 over new head coach, under new head coach Sonny Dykes. NC State and Syracuse, a battle of ranked foes, get started at 2.30 on the ACC Network. Number 15, NC State looking to try and give Syracuse their first loss of the season. Syracuse three-and-a-half-point favorites in that one. The Hogs of Arkansas travel out to Utah, Provo, Utah, that is, to take on BYU in an interesting matchup. BYU a very slight favorite in that one. That gets going at 2.30 on ESPN. Looking down the list a little bit more, Wisconsin and Michigan State at 3 o'clock on Fox. The Badgers trying to upset the Michigan State Spartans. Spartans come into this one 2-4, and four, though. Wisconsin a seven-point favorite. It's actually be a Michigan State upset if they can pull that one out uh, up in the northern part of the United States. LSU and Florida battle of four and two teams. Florida a slight favorite down in Gainesville. That will get the nightcap started at 6 p.m. on ESPN. Clemson and Florida State will get things going on ABC at 6.30. That one going to be in Doak Campbell in Tallahassee. Clemson a slight favorite in that at five points. Certainly in a popular pick, Florida State to pull this upset. Mississippi State and Kentucky. Mississippi State at 5-1. That offense led by Will Rogers with over 2,000 yards on the season already. Mississippi State Air Raid going to try and take down Will Levis, who uh, has been cleared to play. So it looks like Kentucky's going to have their quarterback back. Mississippi State, the dogs, a four-point favorite there. Stanford and Notre Dame, usually a much bigger game than what's going to happen tomorrow in South Bend. But 16-and-a-half-point favorites is Notre Dame. USC. 
and Utah at 7 on Fox. UNC and Duke also at 7 on the ACC Network. Washington State and Oregon State battle of a couple Pac-12, 4 and 2 teams. That'll get started at 8 p.m. out in Corvallis, Oregon. And then in the late show nightcap, it's 9.45 San Jose State and Fresno State. And finally rounding out your college football afternoon tomorrow, it is Nevada and Hawaii. Well, some bad news in the MLB for Braves fans around the area. Phillies take game three of the National League Division Series 9-1. to Aaron Nola throws a few innings. Uh, Spencer Strider did not make it out of the fourth inning and was touched up for a couple of runs there. Phillies eventually run away with it, 9-1 over the Braves. Phillies leave that one, lead that one 2-1. Braves will need a win tomorrow and then come back home to Atlanta to extend their season in the MLB playoff in the MLB playoffs, excuse me, folks. Well, that is the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard. Friendly service from Franklin Tire and Auto. And with the central band coming out on the field, about eight and a half minutes left to go until we get things started once again in Garrett Harrison Stadium for the second half. Once again, your halftime score, Central 21, Auburn 3. Tigers going to need a big comeback in the second half. And when we come back, we'll get some halftime thoughts from Scott Bagwell and Rob Pate on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the orthopedic clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need. Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. Teamwork is key to winning on the football field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission, serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The Auburn High Halftime Show continues. Brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic on Wings 94.3. Welcome back to Phoenix City, Alabama and Garrett Harrison Stadium in Trowick Field. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at the Ortho Clinic. Dot com. Scott Bagwell here joined by Rob Pate now. And, Rob, this is 
preseason, I would have told you that the fear was somebody lining up and running right at Auburn High School. But then the seven games were played. Hoover had four and a half yards per carry. But to be honest with you, those numbers got skewed because of about 10 to 12 carries. Uh, Dothan averaged six and 6.3, but they also went one of nine passing. Last week, Opelika averaged uh, about five yards per carry. But to be honest with you, it felt like they would never had sustained success. Uh, Jack went over the numbers, and, and I didn't get to hear him. But it feels like Central's averaging uh, a bunch of yards per carry. They're, they're already at 210 yards yeah. per for the game, which is right on their average of over 400. Auburn's at 156. So you sit there and you look at 60 yards difference, which, to be honest with you, the way Central's run is about four plays. Um, but you break it down even more. Auburn gets the pick and a fumble. Yep. Shortly thereafter. Auburn on the first drive of the game is going to have the ball first and 10 at the 50-yard line. Fumble. Auburn's going to force a punt down 14 to nothing. Late hit. Yep. Touchdown. Every time Auburn's been in position to do something extra positive and grab momentum in this game, they've Auburn themselves has done something negative, and on top of doing something negative, Central's made a play. And we talked about that at the start of the game about – coming and winning on the road in this type of environment was going to require a lot of uh, maturity. I mean, we were going to have to be a mature football team that fought for four quarters that uh, creates our our, um, our successes and doesn't give things away. And we just haven't been able to do that. But but chief among them is, is what you're hinting at here with uh, those guys being able to run the football with as much success as they've had. Um, we just haven't had an answer. You know, our, our linebackers have been, um, you know, the, the heart and soul of the defense. And in that first half, I, I can't remember calling any of their names much. You know, they, they've got to make their presence known. Uh, the defensive front has got to be able to maintain gap integrity. We've got to be able to get a push on these guys and get them off the field and make them one-dimensional. And, you know, everything they're calling in that first half is working. And, and Auburn's got to be able to throw a wrench in that and be able to show them something. Uh, that they can make halftime adjustments to and, and come out in the second half and get the ball back in a hurry. Since these two teams and these two coaching staffs have been going against each other twice in – well, I take that back. Since Pat Nix has been at Central, twice in 2020, twice in 2021, there's been a halftime adjustment for the most part that changed the game. Back in 2020, Auburn figured out the little same side, outside zone that Central was running and spurred a comeback. Um, and, and then in the second time, Auburn was just the better team. Yeah. That, that, that just was it. Last year, uh, Central was the better team and then just figured out what they wanted to do early and then just kept Auburn at bay. However, in the game here, there was a halftime adjustment made by the defensive staff at Central to find a way to mess up Auburn's run game that put Auburn in third and long, and then the defensive line got to eat. Yeah. This year, Auburn's been able to – keep their quarterbacks for the most part clean but uh the issue is 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 Auburn shot themselves a couple times in the foot and then every time Auburn sniffed a defensive big play Central's had an answer yeah you're right and uh you know that's that's got to turn around quickly that's that's going to be incumbent on these seniors over there to uh to, to be able to to lead to come out and make something happen big early on in this uh in this half um, get off the field, you know. Yeah. You get the opportunity to get the defense out there um, and, and see if you can't change momentum right out of the gate and establish some field position. They they dominated field position in, in that entire first half. 
and um, and just capitalize. You know, no more mistakes. Let's force some mistakes on their part and then capitalize when they come. And, and you've got the proof that things work. I mean, we're moving the football. We just got to punch the thing through the uh, through the end zone. So we'll see how uh, how they're able to attack this in the second half. Yeah, Auburn started at their own 17 to open the drive, and then there was a fumble when they got to the 50. Mm-hmm. And they had their own 17 again, their own 24. Their tw- their own the Central's 21 that led to a fumble. Their own 25 that goes to a field goal. Central, the 49-yard line touchdown. Their own 29 touchdown. Their own 20 pick. Their own 10 touchdown. Yep. Now, I, I, but they, you know, they, we haven't, they haven't really stopped us as much as we just given the ball to them. And uh, you know, now they've made some great athletic plays with their wide receivers and their quarterback had a really nice first half of just being an athlete and getting the ball to his guys. But it all again boils down to stop the run. Yep. Got to stop the run if you want a chance. To win this game, and, and that's a gut check for the Auburn defense. We'll see what the halftime adjustments were as we get towards the second half. We're about to hit the three-minute overrun, so we'll take a break. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, and this is the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Excitement is in the air at Kia of Auburn. Mascots, marching bands, historic rivals, and school chants. Football season is finally here. Kia of Auburn is proud to be a supporter of Auburn Tiger football and athletes. And no matter what team you pull for, you'll always be a winner in a new Kia. From Kia of Auburn, SUVs, sedans, sports cars, hybrids, or electric, we have them all. Our sales and service teams are here to serve you. Stop in in person or online at KiaofAuburn.com. Kia of Auburn, where you are always number one. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you, you get the best of both worlds, low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want, or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for next semester. This is the place for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Your Auburn High School football station, Wings 94-3. Welcome back to uh, Phoenix City. We'll be right back. And on the other side of this break, we'll have the second half. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Joe Biden's administration is out of control, and they are pushing the radical socialist views on us. They want to change our nation by putting us in debt to pay for their socialist Green New Deal, opening our borders to millions of illegal immigrants, and hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to harass and audit hardworking Alabama families. But Mike Rogers is our way of fighting back. Mike Rogers is endorsed by President Trump to fight every day to make government accountable and stop unconstitutional mandates to build a growing economy based on opportunity and hard work to build a strong national defense and to protect our deeply held values like the right to life and our Second Amendment. Mike Rogers continues to fight for our America First agenda. Mike Rogers is our trusted Alabama conservative. Mike Rogers is our way of fighting back. On November 8th, please vote for Mike Rogers for Congress. This is Mike Rogers and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Rogers for Congress, P.O. Box 1113, Aniston, Alabama 36202. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Tonight's game audio stream is presented by Mike Rogers for Congress, Alabama's trusted conservative. On November 8th, please vote Mike Rogers for Congress. Now, let's get back to the action. It's time to kick off the second half of Auburn High Football on Wings 94.3. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Jeff Coat Trant, Auburn Bank, Kia of Auburn, University Ace Hardware, and Gouge Performing Arts Center. Auburn High will be kicking off from right to left as it will be Towns Magoo. Need this one to go into the end zone. As he will approach. And he'll kick it deep and it will land right on the goal line and roll through the back of the end zone. Central takes over at the 20 to start the second half. Yeah, nice kick by Towns right there. I talked to his dad recently, uh, came in for an eye exam and was telling me about Towns. Big time soccer player and uh, new to football, man, but he's he's made some big kicks for this Auburn team this year. He's got a big leg and has a chance to go play D1 football as he had a fantastic summer that got him kind of onto some of the recruiting trail for, for some of the local schools as he's just a junior, has, yeah. has a whole another year. We'll see what the defense, uh, what, what the adjustment was for Auburn High School. Epps in the gun, claps a hand. And we're going to find out quick because here comes kind of sort of that bunch set that they had so much success with. Epps, play action, wants Carmelo English, has his receiver and miss, makes a guy miss, and Auburn finally gets him out of bounds. That's a play where it's got to just be a gain of 12. It can't turn into what it did, and that's a gain of 23. Yeah, he just tiptoes, uses his stiff arm to get to the to his home team sideline right there and uh, just beats uh, Jaden Walker down the sideline. Uh, not until number seven, uh, Andre Emilius, comes over and pushes him out of bounds after a big game. See what Central wants now on first down and 10. The receivers will now get closer to the line of scrimmage. Epps will clap the hands, and now they'll go to the exact same look they have, an up back with bunch two receivers, Walker solo, and it's an inside handoff. 
Nice cut, and Auburn loses outside contain. Andre Emilius flies over. A nice run there by number six, Zach Simmons, to the, about the 50-yard line. It's going to be a gain of about seven on the play. Central averaging about six and a half yards per carry in that first uh, in that first half, which right on about to average for them. They average about seven yards per carry. And now it's second down on about two. That was an unbelievable tackle right there by Milius running the alley at the safety position right there. Uh, Auburn does a much better job of muddying the picture and, and stopping the play, making the guy go sideways, but uh, he just makes a nice cut to get upfield. Here comes that bunch set that gave Auburn so many issues in that first half. Claps a hand and pulling a guard, but Epps keeps it, and he's out to the outside. He's at the 35, the 30, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown, 50-yard run. First time he's kept it, and he is limping at the end of it. But the first time he pulls it on his own read, he goes 50 yards to the house. Yeah, Auburn overcommits to that bunch set that you talk about. They're talking, you know, bringing more people and uh, being able just to, to stop that run. And he is limping over as he runs back over here. But, uh, yeah, man, he does a good job, makes a nice read right there. And there's nobody on the, on the left side of that Auburn defense to, uh, uh, to account for the quarterback. He goes untouched, 50 yards for a touchdown. And, and it was they pulled the guard. They read the backs. I don't know if they're reading the end or the backside back or either way. Just, just once he got to the alley, great block on the outside by the receiver as well, and and, and to the house. Next point is up and good. 10:56 left to go. 38 or 28 to three. Auburn trails. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Your Auburn High School football station, Wings 94-3. Welcome back to Phoenix City, Alabama. Auburn needed a stop to start the second half. Didn't happen. 80 yards go the Red Devils in a minute and four seconds. And Auburn's down by 25. Well, this central staff right now is just one step ahead of, of Auburn. I mean, it's uh, they know exactly what Auburn's going to do to counter that formation, and they just they just eat them alive uh, with the quarterback uh, against the, the play side, and um, you know make make Auburn pay early in the second half. Jack, what was the drive? Yeah, Scott, three plays, 80 yards. The Red Devils go, of course, the big one, the 50-yard run by Jalen Epps. Did look like he was limping kind of as he came back on the sideline, but that one after a 50-yard touchdown run, Scott. Thanks, Jack. Also, uh, A.J. Harris, the central corner, was working on something with the trainer. We'll see if Alvin takes a shot at him. Pittman in the gun, and it's going to be offsides on the Red Devils. Yeah, I mean, if you're Auburn offensively, look, you, you can't worry about what's going on with you the defense. Go score. I mean, you, you, you've you got to play your game, hang on to the football, protect it, and uh, just get down the field and get some points on the board. I, the best thing that you can do for your defense is pick them up right here, give them a shot of life that say, says that, hey, we can score against this team, get some stops, and uh, we'll be back in this game. 
Pittman has it, drops back, looks underneath, has his receiver in Ian Nation. Ian Nation across the 30, lowers his head to the Auburn sideline across the 35. They mark him to the 36, gain of 10 on the play, first down the yardage. Yeah, that's that play we first saw them unveil over at Enterprise where uh, they run the crossing route and have a blocker that's a, a slot receiver on the other side and uh, play work to beauty. Just a perfected play right there. Three receivers to the near side, one to the top of the formation for Pittman, DV off to his left. Here comes motion from Nation. Pittman has it, drops back, steps up, wants the go ball, and in breaking inside was Mar Marcellus Josephson, incomplete second and ten. Yeah, just a miscommunication right there as Pittman goes uh, a little further out and, and Josephson comes in. Uh, if, if he goes back and watches film, he will, he will have seen he had Tyler Flakes out here um, in the flat by himself. So hopefully the uh, coaching staff next door to us saw that, maybe dial that up again later. So it is Flakes in. I was wondering what they were going to do. DV put the ball on the ground twice, and now Flakes is in, steps up in pass protection, looking for an outside receiver and incomplete as the corner dropped off the go ball and just sat to the outside guy, incomplete third and ten. I, I think that that might have been a uh, the wrong route run by Josephson out there because at the end of the play he was he was beating his head and he just kind of uh, walked over to the sidelines. And uh, uh, you could tell that he maybe just didn't have yeah. the right uh, the right route combo right there. Jack Hud Hudson into the game. Third and ten. Need to, need to find a big pickup here for your Auburn High School. Pittman has it, drops back. It's a screen to Flakes. Got it. Flakes has blocking, cuts back, and carries a defender or two for first down yardage on third and ten, gets about 11. That's a nice job by the defensive guys that were out there. It felt like Auburn had three for two sure and um, might have had more. Flakes had to cut it back because a defender beats a block. And, but Auburn picks up the big third down. Yeah, I said got it because it, just like you said, it looked like it was wide open over there. But the, uh, the defender is able to, to, to get in there. And Flakes does a really good job of using his strength to, uh, to move beyond the first down marker. And Auburn making sure, have to make sure they, they get something that they want here. Still 10 seconds on the play clock. Pittman in the gun, gives it to Flakes. Flakes takes one cut out and is going to get tackled right about there. Gain of about two, first, I believe, first carry of the day for Flakes. Second down on about eight. Yeah, he spun out of there, and uh, as he spins out, Avery Harris actually picks up the tackle. I think Avery was going to just try to push him forward, but uh, Flakes popped out of there. And, uh, and unfortunately, Avery trying to do the right thing and just yeah. get some momentum. He, he's the one that actually tackles Flakes. Two-by-two two set here for the Tigers on second down and about eight. Flakes moves to the right of Pittman. Pittman drops back. Here comes a free runner, finds his receiver, Logan Blomeyer. He got hit dead in the mouth, and he's slow to get up. Now he gets up and runs. He says, let's go. In the NFL, that's a flag. In high school, it's a play on. Um, and there was nothing dirty about that play. He just got hit right in the mouth and shows great gut staying in there to deliver that pass. Right, you're dang right. And it was a great pass. Blomeyer had to go high and get it. But the problem is is that uh, it's that right shoulder that uh, it looks like Clyde Pittman's trying to work out. Davis Harson tries to run out of the field. Pittman waves him off. And uh, we'll see how he goes here. Game of about 18 on the play. Pittman has it, drops back, screen again. First down. Oh, hello. That is flying in. I thought it was going to be there and wide open. Josh Lee, the senior defensive end, retraces well, and it would have been a gain of a lot more. It's still a solid gain, gain of about four, second down and six. And Pittman delivered a good ball right there. He's still kind of working that arm out. I don't know if he got a stinger on that play, but 
man, what guts he had to stand in there and deliver a ball down to Blomeyer. Flakes moves to the right of Pittman. Pittman claps the hands, drops back, wants the out route, has his receiver. Ian Nation slips outside, should have first down yardage. Not the best of spots on second and seven. Makes it third and one, and Auburn High <laughs> is letting the official right in front of him know about it. Yeah, that was uh, – looked like he got beyond it over there, but uh, Auburn looking comfortable, just kind of taking what Central gives, uh, finding the voids in the defense, and uh, Clyde Pittman just operating with a lot of efficiency right here. Got to pick up this third down and one. Pittman with flakes to his left. Inside handoff, has first down yardage, cuts back in the open, breaks a tackle into the open field. The junior from 34 yards out scores the first touchdown for the Tigers, 28-9. to Yep, that's the shot they needed, and that was a great job. They had a, a nice uh, – Hole right over the, uh, the the right side of that offensive front. Uh, McLean comes over and gets a nice kick-out block. And, uh, man, Tyler Flakes, he, I mean, he burst through there and uh, shot out like a cannon down to the, uh, to the end zone. Nice job, Auburn offense, picking up the score, picking up the defense, creating a little bit of momentum over there on that sideline. 7.57 left to go. Towns Magoo on to attempt the PAT. Kick is on its way. Kick is up. That kick is good. 7.57 left to go here in the third quarter. A lot of ball game left. Tigers into the end zone. 28-10, your score. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need. Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Tigers finally find the end zone. Towns Magoo on to kick off. 7.57 left to go here. Tigers down by 18, 28 to 10. Magoo will approach. He'll send it away. High kick. And the returners will look at it, land halfway into the end zone. And Auburn will go back on defense, and they need to stop. Three plays, 80 yards last time the Red Devils had the ball. We'll see what happens here. Yeah, I mean, these guys, you got a lot of you got a lot of experienced guys out there for this Auburn defense right here. Uh, they they got to rise up and make a play. I mean, their, their offense showed you that hey, we got life. We can move the ball on this central team. Y'all got to do your job right here. Let's see if they can't get off the field and get this Auburn offense hot. Last two times, Auburn's gone down the field to score. Central's had it four, five times. They've scored four touchdowns. They've thrown one pick. Epps has it in the gun. Play action, wants to slant route, and has his receiver. And finally, Auburn's there to make the tackle. Gain of about 11. Tell you what, the fact that I'm pretty sure that's an RPO to go backside, handoff, and then to throw it to the backside with your back turned is impressive. Yeah, that's big uh, Cam Coleman that makes the catch. He made a nice catch, but he came up limping as well. He comes off the side, took a shot to the head right there as uh, um, as he finished that uh, tackle. A lot of guys going for the football for Auburn. Uh, but, again, Central has good first down success. Gain of about 13 on that play, first and 10. Here's that bunch set. 
Epps. And there's your sweep to the outside. Auburn forces the issue backside. Not there. Gain of five. Again, this offensive line for Central, they get a good push, but more so backside is able to make sure Flo doesn't get there. Gain of five, second five. So used to seeing those backside defenders for Auburn chase the play down, uh, be there in the cutback lanes, and it's almost like they expect the athleticism to, uh, to try to bounce that thing outside, and they're just over. They're giving so much respect for the athleticism that they're just not there in the cutback lanes. Epps goes up, makes the play call, claps the hands, and play action, looking to the backside. I tell you what, there's you're not going to see a whole lot of guys do that much better. That's a back shoulder throw to Jalen Epps, and, and Jaden Walker's right there, not bad coverage. Gain out to the 48-yard line, gain of 12. I tell you what, like there's NFL guys that can't. Yeah, do that but one. and you're okay with that if you're the Auburn staff. If they can do that all the way down the field, I mean, you tip your hat to them. You say, hey, nobody's going to stop that. But running the ball over tackle, you yeah. do something about that. And so that's what we got to be able to stop here. Auburn's got to find a way to get pressure too. Again, Epps was able to set, play action, set, look, stare down, and find the comeback. Two by two set and a bunch look for the Red Devils and inside flow and now looking over looking for the slot and then finding again the second option. Second time we've seen that play, second time it's works. Dylan Upshaw makes the catch first down yardage to the 41-yard line. Gain of 11. Yeah, again, just great first down play. Central taking, uh, you know, they, they've run the ball, run the ball. Auburn's having to respect the, the run. Auburn's got a lot of guys devoted to the run. And Central's just taking the opportunity to throw some out routes, do some play action, and uh, they're doing a nice job of mixing things up on this Auburn defense. It's from a pick. I mean, looked like it might have been a pick to the slot. Octavian Brown's taking Carmelo English because of his threat, and then there's just the yep. other guy right over the middle, and there's nobody there for him. Central calls a timeout, 539 left to go in the third quarter. Tigers down 28-10, to 10, and this Central offense is rolling. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94.3. Five thirty-nine left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers down 28-10. First and 10 for the Red Devils from the Auburn 40-yard line. Play action. Epps gets pressure, makes a guy miss. Here comes Coleman Granberry throwing it away. Incomplete. Nice job. Auburn gets pressure, and they force an incomplete pass. Second and 10 now. Yeah, I mean, once again, though, we, we have a guy there to make a play, and uh, Epps is able to just sidestep him. I think that uh, Mark Tolan was in there, and he tries to leap up to, to block a pass which allows Epps to, to just escape for more time. Uh, then finally Coleman Granberry gets there to, to force the throw away. Yeah, it seems like, as you mentioned, stay on your feet. Just go yeah, ahead. yeah, just, just run through it. But, yeah, first successful first down we've had right there. Let's see if we can capitalize. First successful first down this, this, uh, this half. Central's gotten basically whatever they wanted once again this half is – 
Central doesn't know who they want on. They finally do get it right. Inside zone once again, big push up the middle, gain of about five, third down and five. As it's just Central's lining up. They're finding where this gap is in the Auburn defensive line, and there is no hesitation. We're going right there at it. Yep, and totally exploiting the, uh, uh, the, the Auburn defensive front having their way and uh, just putting themselves in position to keep the sticks moving because of uh, just down and distance that dictates the entire playbook that, that at their disposal. Third and five, Epps in the gun, claps a hand, inside handoff once again, and it's it looks like you got a pile of it and then just right through there and a gain of about eight on third and five. Deuce White's going to have to check out of the game. Yeah, and we're missing that we're missing tackles at linebacker too. I mean, we're we're just not able to, to get over in time, and, and those guys are a step short. It's it's uh, they're just getting through the hole faster than our linebackers can get over and, and fill the gap. As Central is a lot of formation, they've they've they have shown a lot of stuff for Auburn to try to figure out. Now Coach Nix is trying to get any and everything that they want lined up. Ebbs has it. Again, handoff up the middle. One guy missed, second guy missed. And he's going to carry another tackler to about the 21-yard line, gain of about six. Yeah, I mean, our leading tacklers there, we just we got multiple guys that have an opportunity to make a play at the line of scrimmage, behind the line of scrimmage. And their number 21, Romello Green, senior running back, is uh, – He's just running through tackles. Yeah. You know, he's just uh, – he's being the more physical aggressor here and uh, setting their offense up for success. Inside handoff, and there's a whistle on the play, I believe. It was a false start. And Auburn is in – let you know where Auburn is mentality-wise. Braden Joyner checks into the game on defense. Yeah, I mean, you got to do something. you got to put a body in there that can make a difference. And uh, we'll see if he can't clog things up, make it – more difficult sledding for this uh, central offense to go straight over center. Tell you what, on the offensive side, he's locked up to Marion Parker. Yeah. Second down in nine. Epps in the gun, claps a hand. Auburn almost jumps. Shows that it looks like might be a blitz coming. Parker, or Epps rather, inside handoff once again, and just anything they want in the run game. Second nine, gain of about nine on the play. Yeah, again, cut back, start that play to the left. They cut it all the way back over the right edge, and uh, he just gets north and south. And we have defenders that uh, hit him from the side and just hang on for a ride. Three forty as as clock is stopped. I'm assuming to see if it's a first down or not. They go on to stop it and it might be a measurement, and it will be a measurement. So it's either first and ten or third and inches. You know Auburn stayed with that uh, three linebacker set, four down linemen, and um, you know just just not any sort of alignment difference we, we show it and something we're going to see the rest of, oh, yeah. of this season is the pre-snap read where the quarterback comes up there and it shows makes auburn show to declare where it is that, that they're going to do defensively central's done a good job of that first down yardage so it'll be a first and 10 from about the 17 yard line 
First and ten, Red Devils for the Auburn 17. Auburn needs a play, needs a stop, needs to find a way to get a turnover or something going because right now this defense has not been able to, to get the push that we're used to seeing. Epps claps his hands and slow zone right up the middle. And Andre Emilius is the one that has to fly up. It's going to be a gain of about eight, seven or eight. Yeah, it's. I, I don't know what's what's happening to the linebackers in there. It's uh, they're just nowhere to be found. And uh, that time, the, the the defensive front does a good job of clogging things up. There's nowhere to go up the middle, so he just bounces it off the edge, over the left hand side, and the Auburn safety has to come down and make the play. 3.08 left to go here. As Central taking their time with a with an 18-point lead, they can take their time, especially as they inch towards another touchdown. Second down and four, five seconds left to go on the play clock. Epps in the gun, claps a hand. Outside zone this time, Auburn stretches it, and that time coming up and making a play is Coleman Granberry. First time we've kind of seen a true outside zone stretch play there. Third down coming, third down and about four. Yeah, the only other time I can remember it was at the uh, in the first half where they ran it on the Auburn sideline, and, and we strung it out that time. So, I mean, everything they've done has been downhill, downhill north and south. And uh, when they try to go sideways, uh, that, that Auburn, the Auburn linebackers show themselves at that point. That first time I think they've gone two back tonight. Yep, it is a two-back. They kind of move one of them up to more of an up-back spot. It is a running-back look, though. Auburn shows pressure. Epps has it, drops back. Auburn wow. gets pressure, and Octavian Brown yeah, runs over sure the was. running back. And then Auburn gets the sack. It's going to be third down or fourth down and about 12 from the 19-yard line, and it's going to be a field goal. And if you're Auburn, find a way to get after it. No doubt, man. That was an outstanding play right there by the uh, senior, Octavian Brown, coming from the field. He blitzes off the edge. He takes on the linebacker, and he just manhandles him. He bullies him back into the quarterback and, uh, and gets the sack. Big sack right there to end that drive. Paul, Ethan Paul is on to attempt the field goal for the Red Devils, the left-footed kicker on the year. I believe it's about four of six kicking. Auburn shows some pressure. Kick is up and he put it right through. 1.15 left to go. Central extends the lead back out to a full three touchdowns. 31 to 10 is your score. We come back in 30 seconds. We'll have more. Auburn trails by 21. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you, you get the best of both worlds, low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for next semester. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. One sixteen left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers down 31-10. Auburn High School defense gets – they get you – know, they force a field goal, and unfortunately for Auburn, it was a six-minute drive, and time is starting to become of the essence. I don't know how many drives you're going to have if you're Auburn. Down by three touchdowns. 
Auburn once again will wave the fair catch and take it right about 25-yard line. Jack, you said you got some scores. What you got? Yeah, I do, I do have some scores here with me. Wanted to point out one thing. Romello Green, 40 yards of rushing on that last drive as they go 53, 58 yards in 13 plays. A couple of interesting scores really quickly for you. Enterprise and Opelika in the third quarter. Wildcats on top of the Dogs, 15 to 14. Play Chalkville and Oxford also in a tie at the half, 7-7. Scott? Thanks, Jack. At that Enterprise, if Enterprise hangs on again, that's another turn here in region play. Pittman has it, drops back play action. It's an out and up looking for Ian Nation. Good job there by A.J. Harris, incomplete second and ten. Yeah, it was a good play over here. And, uh, you know, glad to see uh, Clyde Pittman back in. I wondered after that long break, he took a shot in the last uh, last drive that uh, had him working on his right shoulder, but uh, no, no ill effects on that last throw. The other thing is, is if Auburn's not able to pull off this comeback, Central still has Prattville. If Auburn's able to win at Prattville and then win at Smith, if Prattville's able to knock off Central, Auburn will win the region. Obviously, you would like a big-time comeback here and, and take it in for your own play action. Pittman drops down, has his receiver. It's Blomeyer first down yardage, runs out of bound, gets hit. Is there going to be a flag? Auburn wants one. Looks like there isn't going to be one gain of about 12, first and 10. What Auburn wants a flag for is a is a late hit on the quarterback, a roughing the passer. Number three, Parker absolutely annihilates uh, um, Clyde Pittman after he releases that ball. It was a nasty hit right there, and, I, and I'm shocked to see P Pittman. He's tough. Yeah, he, he, he gets up and comes back to the uh, to the line of scrimmage, but uh, that was a uh, – that was a questionable hit right there at the end of that play. And he's locked up with Braden Joyner. Braden's doing a nice job on him. But uh, Parker speed rush that time again. Finds his receiver open as Pittman. It's Griffin McLean across the 35 to about the 36-yard line. Tigers guiding. They yeah. got something in the passing game the that they like. Big-time completion there. 8, 18 yards, 23, 24, 25. Yeah, I mean, as they have time and, and Pittman can scan the field, he's delivering just outstanding passes tonight. Receivers are coming down with them. Offensively, we're moving the football. It's just a matter of finishing these drives. 46 seconds and counting left to go in the third. Pittman has it, drops back, and now throws it. Has his receiver right before he gets hit at about the 30-yard line. Gain of about three on the play. Griffin McLean, the Auburn junior tight end, makes the catch. Yeah, again, Pittman uh, just leads the receiver nice across the middle. McLean makes the grab, gets a nice first down gain. Uh, and Auburn's knocking on the door of the red zone here. See if Auburn can get one more play in. 20 seconds left to go, two-by-two two set. Pittman in the gun, low snap, has it, drops back, looks over the middle of the field, has the receiver once again, Logan Blomeyer to the 20. And that's going to be first down yardage on that gain of 10, and it will be first and 10 from about the 20 as Auburn moves into the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Yeah, Auburn sends crossers from multiple directions and then puts Blomeyer right on a dig route in the uh, in between them all. Makes Here a nice catch. Motion, and Pittman has it and throws it underneath, was looking for McLean incomplete. The play probably shouldn't have counted. And uh, we'll see as uh, Coach Wagner is not happy. It will be, it will be incomplete. Second and ten, we come back for the fourth quarter. Auburn will have it at the central 20-yard line. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Is there anything more important than preserving your family memories? At Camera Graphics, that is our business. From the complete line of Canon, Nikon, or Sony cameras and accessories, to professional printing, to the area's finest custom frame shop, we can help you choose the right equipment, teach you to use it, print your pictures, and frame them too. Camera Graphics is also your source for any type of video transfer services. From old 8mm movies to VCR tapes, or just videos clogging up your phone, we can preserve those memories for you. We also offer the highest quality photocopying and restoration services. Come by today or check us out on the web at cameragraphics.net. yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secure Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94.3. Now that's classic. Solo receiver to the left is Ian Nation. Two receivers to the near side here, second down and 10. Clyde Pittman sends Blomeyer in motion, claps a hand, and he's going to play action, roll to his left, stop, oh. and picked. And it might be a pick six. And into the open field, it will be a pick six. As number six, the, lineba or the bat linebacker Dexter McDaniel dropped back, saw the underneath cover, or saw the underneath route, just a flood concept and drove on it, and it's a pick, and that probably does it. 37 to 10, Central leads. Yeah, I was watching Avery Ferris right there take on that uh, that blitzer uh, from the outside, doing a good job of, of, of keeping him off of Pittman. I didn't see the route combination, but he threw it into heavy traffic right there, and, and their guy made a great break on the ball, and there was nobody, nobody had the opportunity to catch him except Pittman, but Pittman had T.J. Uh, Parker to deal with, and, and, and he does a good job of just screening him from the – Take, the ball carrier. take it back. Quintavious Billingsley, the safety, was the one who drove on it, made the pick. Nice play on that. There's a fly, or there is a unsportsmanlike -like against Central. Against Central. That penalty will be assessed on the kickoff. Touchdown is good. Pat Nick seems to be okay with the dance in the end zone. 11.43 left to go here as Central, if Auburn's able to score there, cut it to two touchdowns, you're still a stop away from this, and but that that pretty much puts this one away. Yeah, that's definitely a, obviously tough to overcome. But, uh, you know, the offense has moved the ball with a lot of success tonight. But, you know, again, another turnover, another capitalization by, by Central with the turnover. And Auburn just digs itself its own grave over here tonight. Three turnovers for Auburn. And that one is – that one, well, they are all been big in big moments. And that one's just the same. Against, you know, against Hoover, Auburn, I think, turned it over once. There was a block punt in there. Um, you know, they had a couple of turnovers against Jeff Davis. But against, uh, you know, and last week against Opelika, no turnovers. They played clean here this week. Three turnovers, all of them in killer form. Yeah, and two of them in the red zone. That one happens at the 10-yard line right there. That's a 14-point swing potentially that uh, that just took place. Auburn to get good field position because Central is going to kick off from the 25-yard line. But they've been sky kicking it to an up back. We've been fair catching it. We'll see if uh, 
if they do it here, we're going to get the ball at about uh, the 45-yard line. If, if 15 yards, Auburn's been taken over about the 25-yard line the last couple of times. So maybe Auburn get it at the 50. I don't know. The other thing is if you're Griffin McLean, you have the ability to return it. But the issue is it's sky kick, and those are some athletes that are breathing down your neck. Another sky kick. This one's a little bit deeper. And Auburn will take it at about the 26-yard line. Tyus Flakes coming back the other way. Tyler Flakes cuts back, and he's going to get hit hard. And Auburn will take over about the 42-yard line. Yeah, Central Central has uh, their tailback, number 21, uh, Romello Green. And they have number two, Carmelo English, their star wide receiver, covering kicks on either end. And uh, it's uh, one of those guys that come up with a big tackle right there on uh, Flakes. I'll say this. I, I do think if you're on kick cover, you, you put your best athletes that are going to go down there and tackle somebody and go. Clyde Pittman stays in the game. He's got three receivers to his right. He's going to step back, and it's a screen to Flakes. He's got, a, he's got open field, got blockers. And into first down territory, into Red Devil territory, runs out of bound across the 40-yard line. Nice play on the – nice – Pick up on the play, 10-plus yard lines to actually 20-plus yards. Yeah, I mean, what Auburn has done between the 20-yard lines is just whatever they want to do. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, finishing these drives, capitalizing on uh, on central mistakes and holding on to the football. Just haven't been able to uh, to get that done cleanly tonight. Gain of uh, 39 on the – or 19, rather, on the play. Auburn takes over at the 39. Pittman has it, finds a dragger in Hudson. Hudson carries a central central defender and then gets hit two, three steps into the white. No flag on the Auburn sideline. It's going to be a gain of about seven on the play, second and three. A lot of drag routes, a lot of crossers that Auburn has done with this man coverage. Central backing off just a little bit, uh, trying to keep everything in front of them, prevent the, uh, the big explosive play. Uh, Auburn just uh, content with taking what they give. And, uh, again, Auburn knocking on the door of the central red zone. Pittman in the gun, hands off to Flakes. Flakes cuts back and will spin around. Going to have first down yardage as Braden Joyner uh, finishes a block on the far side. And it's going to be a gain of about four on second and two, first and ten. Yep. Just looked up and saw Braden finishing a block as Parker ro rolled out. And he's played well. Braden Joyner has played well. He's had a tough matchup tonight, and uh, this Auburn offensive line has done a great job. One in the out route had Blomeyer a little bit behind him. Blomeyer probably tell you should have had it. Clyde Pittman will tell you should have thrown a better ball. Incomplete. And then, as you, we can see, Billingsley pointing to his outside guy, hey, it's a yeah. go-flat combo. That's we right. got it. We got to carry the go there. That's right. Josephson had uh, sneaked behind everyone and was on about the five-yard line all alone. Second and 10, 10 53 left to go here in the fourth. Tigers down 38 to 10. Pittman claps a hand, drops back, and looks for the comeback for Josephson. Incomplete there, third and 10 now. Is that one? We saw a big comeback route hit last week or two weeks ago against Opelika. That one a little bit out in front of Josephson. The other thing, give the credit to the DB who was right there. I believe that was Rodarius Morgan. Well, you know, 
Pittman's made a lot of great throws tonight, and he's been in sync with just about everybody offensively, except for number 10, Josephson. Yeah. Whatever the, the issue is, they just have not been on the same page. Josephson cuts out. Pittman throws it in. That time Pittman expects a shorter route, and Josephson carries it about five yards deeper. Dropping back and looking for Hudson. Has him a little bit over, and that's, that's going to be a late hit. Yep. As coming over the top and taking a cheap shot was, was Darius Morgan. Yeah. That, and, that, and, and, what's, and what makes you mad if you're Auburn, yeah, the cheap shot. But it should have been a touchdown. Yeah, it should have been a touchdown. He's wide open, and uh, that pass was overthrown right there. Hudson goes up and, and tries to make a one-handed catch, but uh, number 11 for Central uh, would have been ejected uh, if he played uh, in the NCAA because that was a as targeting as it gets. A defenseless yeah. receiver hit with the crown of his helmet right in the jaw and uh, he would be walking to the locker room right now. Are we really upset with that call? Like, are, are we really upset with that call? That's, that's six steps late and, and right into the mouth. That's, as, as you said, Rob, that's a, if you're playing tomorrow, that's an ejection and a, and a no, half. No, un, un, undoubtedly. D.V. Williams back into the game. will go in motion. Play action. Looking for the wheel route. Josephson. Touchdown. There it is. There you go. Now they're on the same page. As on that throw, Auburn High School cashes in the trip to the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Run the run the fake jet sweep. Run a wheel uh, combination off of it. Josephson wide open. Pittman puts it right over the safety for the touchdown. Yep, great throw, great uh, touch. Uh, Josephson gets right in the, the corner of the end zone. And, uh, man, just a, a continuation of Auburn moving the ball at will. Uh, this time they're able to finish the drive and uh, get their 16th point going for 17 here with the extra point. DAT is up, and that kick is good from, I believe that one was Will Best. 10.36 left to go here. Tigers down 38-17. to We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Excitement is in the air at Kia of Auburn. Mascots, marching bands, historic rivals, and school chants. Football season is finally here. Kia of Auburn is proud to be a supporter of Auburn Tiger football and athletes. And no matter what team you pull for, you'll always be a winner in a new Kia. From Kia of Auburn, SUVs, sedans, sports cars, hybrids, or electric, we have them all. Our sales and service teams are here to serve you. Stop in in person or online at KiaofAuburn.com. Kia of Auburn, where you are always number one. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. 38-17 our score here. Jack, you got a score. It's going to once again throw about the fourth wrench into this region and trying to figure out who's going where in the playoffs of the year. How about, yeah, how about this, Scott? Enterprise on top of Opelika, that one in the fourth quarter, 22-14 Wildcats on top of Opelika right now. It's I, And the other thing, the, the biggest thing that I can't figure out about Enterprise is they get Prattville at their house a couple of weeks ago and get beat by like three touchdowns. It's Something else, onside kick. It's still loose on the ball, and it's going to be said that Auburn touched it early as I'm not sure about that one. The reason I question the call, not the onside, whatever, 
The official who throws the flag is at the 45-yard line. Right. He's not standing dead out the 50-yard line. And, and he's he on can't the, see if it goes 10 yards. And he's on the central sideline. And uh, there's another guy over on the Auburn sideline who doesn't throw a flag. They're in practically the same position. <clears throat> uh, they, they try the, the – the, the Arkansas, the, yeah, yeah. Tap the ball and, and let guys get out in front. There's now, no flag on the play. We have touching by the keeping team. Ball. There, that's not a flag. Auburn, so, wait a minute. If you illegally touch it, it's not a – I don't know if that's a flag. I know the ball's dead right there. Central takes over at the 50. Well, well it, he would have to – why wouldn't he take over from where he touched it from? Yeah, no. If he touched Which, it at, at the, the 50, 50 it's 10 yards. It's not illegal touching. <laughs> you uh, – don't don't question common sense in this stadium. It doesn't go well. 10-21 left to go here. Auburn High School down by 21. Need a stop, man. What Central's been able to do is go right down the field. Epps. Hands off right up the middle. Caleb Pitts there makes a play. As well, we'll see Coleman Granberry. Is a little bit late, and you could have called a flag on Coleman. You could have called a flag on number 75, Zay Reed, the senior offensive lineman for Central, who came over and decided to have a couple of words with him. Uh, the play was made by uh, 64 Caleb right there Pitts. for Auburn. Caleb Pitts getting in there and uh, creating a lot of havoc in the backfield. Granberry just kind of cleaned it up. As the central coaching staff not happy with the with the lack of a penalty there, as these refs have had to hear an airful from both sides of the field here tonight. Three seconds left to go on the play clock, down to one. That should be a delay, or and Coach Nix will call the timeout. And as he snatches off the headset, he loses his glasses. And now I think he's upset with his players. Yeah. Coach Nix is just mad about everybody right now. 9.36, but his team does have a three-touchdown lead. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94-3. Second down and 10. And here for the Red Devils at the 50. As Coach Nix for the Red Devils, he hasn't been happy since that, that first down play call as he called the timeout to yell at his players because they weren't lined up right. And then after he yelled at his players to get them play call, he decided to go yell at the white hat and yell at the official near to him. As um, I get it, he's protecting his players. Uh, from And he wasn't happy on the late hit previous. And he's thinking, if that's a penalty, how come the other one is a penalty? Uh, two different types of blows, too, though. One was a defenseless player that got hammered, and the other one just got pirouetted around. Inside handoff, trying to get to the outside. Great cut. Hello, Andrew King. It's going to be a gain of about eight on and on second and ten, third and two coming up. Well, and that was kind of a microcosm of what things have been like tonight. I mean, that nowhere to go, 
an immediate bounce outside. Linebacker is uh, is there to make a play, and he doesn't get a hand on the yeah. on the on the running back. And uh, at the end of that play, nice job by Andrew King, like you said, of, of delivering the, the the decisive blow. But uh, you know, we we have been a team that has been able to tackle people in open open field um, for years, and tonight it has been a massive struggle. Epps inside handoff once again. Coleman Granberry makes up for it. Uh, the problem is, is it's it was on third and two, and it's right at the the forty, which is first down yardage, first and ten. That that was a textbook tackle, yeah. though. Um, bring your feet, and he he met him dead in the hole, first and ten. As Auburn coaching staff is beyond themselves on that fact that that was a first down. It did seem like he met him in the hole, and uh, first and ten from the Auburn forty. Chain issue on the far side as, as that will be figured out before we get this first down play ready. Uh, it, it seems like it was impossible that he could have gotten the first down, but but they, they've been, you know, five yards into our defense before we ever hit somebody yeah. that I'm sure that it just seems like that to us up here in the press box. And, and the, the official on the near side had it at the 40 immediately. Outside zone once again, but it's going to be a keep as – Andrew King flies over. Epps makes one guy's miss, makes a second guy miss. It looked like a play that Auburn High had it stuffed out and ends up being a gain of 12. Yeah, I mean, again, that's a senior outside linebacker that uh, has a chance to make the play, and, uh, and he can't. He, he only gets one arm on the, on the athletic quarterback. Um, and then we have another senior defensive end trailing the play that can't bring him down. And, uh, you know, I, I really thought that, that, that the athleticism wasn't going to be an issue because of the schedule that we played up to this point, but it's been a huge factor tonight. The only one we haven't seen is the athletic quarterback like this yeah. so far this year. Outside zone, and it's a keep once again for Epps. King tries to keep leverage and will track him down, and Epps will fumble it, and Auburn recovers it. Um, if you follow certain people on Twitter, you'll find you will see that there was already one play that looked like it was down that was called an Auburn fumble. That one a gain of about four. Andrew King does a good job of running the alley and, and just forcing Epps to keep going outside. Yeah, Epps does a good job of getting down. He slides before he runs out of bounds. But uh, you know, like you said, good job. And I've been impressed by King tonight. He's been physical. He's uh, both of these safeties have made some some really big tackles. Inside handoff once again. Auburn defensive line started to play a better as the second half stretches on. The issue is the outside has now become open for Central, and, and that's, well, if you're able to establish inside, the outside's going to be there. Yep. Yep, they just pounded inside for three quarters, and now they're uh, jumping inside and trying to bounce outside quickly. And, uh, you know, Auburn's got a chance here at third and five to, to get off this football field. Third down and five. I gotta imagine it's four down territory if you're if you're um, if you're central. Now, the central's backs have been really good. I mean, their skill position players are the best we've seen tonight, yeah. and it's not even close. But what they've done with uh, the offensive front uh, has been impressive. English in motion once again. Play action. And it's a screen to the near side, and that's a great job by Pete Davis sure to beat a block. Because it was, it was a hat on a hat, and it's going to be a loss of about one, fourth down and about six coming now for the Red Devils. Yeah, heavy pressure, and they try to throw a, a screen back to the, uh, to the back, slipping out of the backfield. He had multiple blockers, but Pete Davis read it. Had he not slipped, Pete Davis would have been there to make the play. 
Uh, and now Central's got uh, to try to convert on a fourth down here. Yeah. 5.48 and counting. As the defense for Central tracks down to where the offense is going to go for it on fourth and five. Eight seconds left to go on the play clock. And Coach Nix is going to call a timeout and make sure he knows exactly what he wants. Auburn, or Central was actually going to send on a sub with seven seconds left to go on the play clock. We'll take it with them. 5.35 left to go here. Central leads 38-17. to 17. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. 535 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Central offense has had the ball one, two, three, four, five, six. Six times, this is their seventh. Five scores and a pick. The pick was then turned back over to them two plays later. Auburn has only punted once, but they have turned the ball over three times. English moves out to the right. Auburn shows pressure. Here they come. Epps makes the guy miss and throws it into the end zone, overthrows his receiver, incomplete, and Auburn will take over. A good job by that Auburn defense right there of, of, of just making it difficult, forcing pressure up the middle. Coleman Granberry, um, also number 25, Clark Cleveland gets in there and uh, just makes the, the quarterback uncomfortable enough to overthrow his receiver in the end zone. Also, that time we kind of got in a in a better matchup when they put English, yep. put him out in the slot. Our safety that's having that, that is a converted corner, um, he he's in the matchup and it, we're in a much better position to guard uh, their, their talented receiver in that formation. Blake's back in the game. Three receivers to the short side of the field, but. It's, Ball is basically in the middle of the field. Here comes motion from Blomeyer. Pittman has it, drops back, wants a quarter out, has Hudson. Hudson out of bounds and will get hit right at about the 50-yard line. They'll mark, they'll mark it at the 49, gain of 24 on the play. As how many, Jack, how many yards does Clyde Pittman have on the night? Well, Clyde Pittman is a bright spot for Auburn tonight. 237 yards passing, a touchdown and an interception. He's 16 for 27 on the night, Scott. Thank you, Jack. As, as you're right, he's played well, and he played really well last week. He's had one bad read on the night that went the other way. He's also been tough as nails. Yeah, he has. And that's the story, too. The, the, the mistakes that we have made have been super costly. Inside slant to Jack. Hudson is going to get a gain of a couple, gain of about three or four as Auburn had a free rusher there. It looked like Auburn went to cut and a defensive lineman jumped right over the uh, the, the offensive lineman. It's going to be a gain of gain of three, second and seven now. Yeah, two straight completions to uh, to Jack Hudson out here. The previous one on that on that corner out was just a beautifully thrown ball, great execution. Uh, Auburn out past uh, midfield here into central territory. Claps his hand, again, looks for the out route, has his receiver, Griffin McLean. And they were going to call it a catch right at the 40. There is a flag on the play. Is it an illegal formation or is it an offside? 
The issue there, if it's an offside, it's a dead ball. One of the Auburn players is trying to get an ear in there. I think that's Eric Patrick. An eligible downfield, which means. That's why Eric Patrick was <laughs> coming well, over. Yeah, I think the issue was is Josephson um, covered up McLean, or McLean should have been like that was the that was the issue there. It's going to be a five-yard. Um, they're going to say the pass was incomplete. And no, nobody ruled incomplete. Yeah, I'm aware. I don't. I I got nothing. Like. So they're going to say the rule. Both guys here called it complete on the play. Yeah. And it happens on the central sideline, and then it becomes incomplete. And now it is a third down and about seven. Third and seven. Here comes the nation at the top of the formation on motion. Pittman has it, drops back, looks underneath, has nation, and he will be hit and flung backwards. Gain of about four, maybe five on the play, and it's going to be a fourth down and short. Again, Pittman gets hit on the play after he throws it. Well, you got uh, two plays to pick up the first right there. So uh, fourth and uh, what is that, about three yards? Yeah. <clears throat> so Auburn's got, uh, you know, lots of crossings that have been successful, a lot of corner routes. We've hit McLean on a lot of different things, so a lot of options you got right here. Here comes motion. Auburn high goes no count. And we'll now get to see what they want. 15 seconds left to go on the play clock. Flakes moves over to the left side of Pittman. Pittman makes the call to the offensive lineman. Claps the hands and drops back. And finds Flakes. But on that route concept, uh, he was expecting them to drop a little bit more in or complete, but tackled right at the, the line of scrimmage. Auburn will turn over on downs. Yeah, their corner over there, uh, number four, uh, A.J. Harris, just made an outstanding read. And uh, as soon as that ball was let go, he made a break on it and uh, delivered the blow as soon as it arrived to the uh, receiver. So Central does a nice job of, uh, of just reacting to the football, making a great athletic play, and uh, getting off the field there. So it's third and or with 3.51 left to go here, Central will be in run clock mode. And they've kind of been in that since the mid part of the third quarter. Inside handoff once again, and again, a great push by the Central offensive line, gain of about three on the play. Yeah, Central just going to bleed it, see if they can lean on this Auburn uh, defensive front, just like they have all night long, and uh, just bleed this clock away. If you're Auburn, one, don't do anything that's going to jeopardize you playing next week. No, no doubt. Two, you got to regroup and get ready to go. Prattville's playing hot. Sure are. They're, and they're going to be a physical football and it's team. going to be on the road, and you got a short week to bounce back. That's correct. <clears throat> a lot of maturity testing right now for, uh, for this group. They hit their first adversity of the season, and uh, they'll have to play another good football team next week. Three minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. Ebbs has it inside handoff once again. And, again, it's the, the ends are, are fighting to get pushed, but just a great inside push by the guard center, the guards in the centers for, uh, for the Red Devils. Gain of a couple, third down and two or three coming up. Yeah, Auburn's always been really aggressive off the edges. And, um, you know, this central team has really attacked between the tackles. We have some undersized linebackers that uh, – um, that they're kind of exploiting, and 
just been a hard, hard matchup for this group. They're going to have to review this film and, and, and figure out what they need to do from a personnel standpoint, schematic standpoint, to, to come up with some success against what Central's doing. Auburn shows double bullet, bullet blitz right up the middle. Here it comes, outside zone. And unfortunately, Auburn forces the issue, and it's going to be a gain of four or five after contact. First down with about 2.09 left to go, and that will – let, that will give Central another set of downs to be able to run this clock out. Yeah, but but another, you know, indication of just what this night's been like. I mean, we, we get to the guy in the backfield. We have our arms around him in the backfield, and he carries our guy for three or four yards for a first down. That's just want to. You yeah. know, that's just effort and, and these guys wanting a big win against the number one team in the state. And, uh, you know, they, they really took it to us tonight. We'll have to learn from this and grow. The hope is that this turns into what the Enterprise game was back in 2020 yep. when Auburn didn't play well and Enterprise came out and needed a big win. They got a big win. Central needed this win inside handoff once again. And Auburn will, will, stock, will stack the box and Auburn will call a timeout with 1.30 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Um, but, you know, Auburn had a lot of – as their coaches said at the end of that game, they lined up in some stuff. They weren't expecting it. We didn't adjust well, and then they, they gassed us. Auburn bounced back relatively well from that loss and then went on to, to play for and should have won a state championship. Auburn High is going to have to bounce back from this one. There's still so much to play for. There's one thing that might not be on the box, and that's a region championship. With that said – you get second place in the region, playing at home and getting round one. Heck, the way this is going, playing at home in round two. And then if you take care of business, you're still going to get an opportunity on this field against Central again. Yeah, and that's if Central takes care of business on their end. You know, they still have a good Prattville team that they'll have to line up against and uh, and play, and we'll have to see how that goes. There's There's been a lot of surprises, uh, you know, just Opelika knocking this team off. Um, Opelika losing to Enterprise. Uh, Prattville beating some teams that you just wonder. Prattville losing to Smith Station the yeah. next week gives a game away against Dothan and then proceeds to turn their season around completely is one of the main storylines and a bunch of storylines in this region this year. Yeah, so it can definitely happen. You have to get hot at the right time. But, uh, you know, this was a physical challenge tonight that we just weren't up for, and uh, that, that's got to be something that uh, we address before we come back out here and play this team again, if we get that opportunity. Inside handoff once again. Auburn forces a bounce out. Auburn will call another timeout, third down coming up. Jack, what are the numbers for Clyde Pittman tonight? Well, for quarterback Clyde Pittman, the record holder for single season, or uh, excuse me, career touchdown passes. And single season, he broke that last That's year. That's right, yeah. He has added one more tonight. He's got 268 total yards uh, passing, 20 for 31 on the night. That's good for 64% completion. Has not had a rush tonight, so that 347 all-purpose yards uh, going to maybe not be. You said 20 completions? Clyde. 20 completions, yes, sir. Second most in a single season game in all. Auburn High School history. How about that? There how many? And how many yards? 268 yards for Clyde 260 yards for Clyde Pittman. That's a career high for him, and that is six all time behind Matthew Caldwell, who we saw a couple of times. Bradley Northcutt, and then Jim Hester has three of the top four. He had a couple of 
300-yard games back in 2006. I'd say that's pretty good. He had a good night. He's going to think about the pick six that he had that, that all but ended the game. Auburn's going to have to go back, and, and the three turnovers in a three-touchdown game, there's massive. your difference. Yep, massive. Yep. So, and the capitalization on all of those. Every time we turned the yep. ball over, they, it became points for Central. Yep, Central shows the sign of a really good team. Auburn made a mistake, and they cashed it in. Play action wants the go wants the comeback, and Auburn had it kind of covered. Now Epps is going to roll, and he will get down at about the 30-yard line. Actually, yeah, the 30-yard line. First down, there was a flag that was about to come out. Did the umpire keeps it in his pocket? That's going to be a first down, and Central will be able to kneel this thing out. Yeah, a little gamesmanship right there, I think. Auburn calling timeouts with uh, with a minute and a half left down by three scores. And so Central runs uh, double yeah. go routes, pump and go, and, uh, and and ultimately just scramble for the first down. And the Red Devils will be able to run this thing out as they want a reset of it, and they're going to get it, which means they're only going to they're they're only going to have to snap it one time. <laughs> Yeah, the, the play clock was down to about 15, and uh, and Pat started doing the, the reset re of the of the 25 second clock, and the official obliged. So it'll be a victory formation for the Red Devils as Epps will take the knee, and that'll do it here. Auburn High School had a positive drive, fumbles at the 50, and then Central went down and scored. Auburn had to punt, Central went down and scored, and from that, Auburn just never could get enough momentum going to, to really cut into that lead and give themselves an opportunity to make a game of this thing. 38 to 17 is your final Auburn High School for the first time this year falls as they lose and will go to seven and one. And Central will take over the top place in the region. We come back, we'll have our postgame show. You're listening to the Auburn High School Football. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Good Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims, welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop since 1970. 